It's me. Um, hi. Hi, how are you? I'm I'm doing good. Um, hello and welcome back to another episode of Sam Hickman Buys Things and Tells You About It. Except this week it's Sam Hickman had the flu and um, told you all about it. Hi. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Sam of Hyperlocal Celebrity, a podcast where I tell you about my bougie life and work as a freelance musician, uh, buying things. Hello. Hi. Um, another episode of how Sammy got her groove back. My ears are like popping. I'm going to put this earplug in that's on my piano because my, uh, okay. So I had the flu over the weekend. Hi. That's why, that's why I'm all gravelly and sexual. Um, and I, um, I was like, okay, let's start at the very beginning. Firstly, um, just just housekeeping at the top. Um, I'm still waiting to be paid for a gig that I did in December. Just, um, I know what you're thinking. Sam, late payment fee. I can't. It's with an agency. Um, I know you're all like, oh, the agency. No, like this is my third year doing this gig. Um, and last year, the first year, they were really quick with it. Second year, they were a little bit slower with it. This year, I feel like they just play and forgot. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we got, like, halfway through, like, March, and they were like, oh, here you go, here's 250 pounds, and I'm like, oh, thanks, thanks. That's what I always wanted. Anyway, anyway, let's get into it. What did you do this week? Okay, believe it or not, I was excited to record an episode last week because I was like, I actually did stuff, which is shocking for me. That's like a revelation. Um, I know, I know. Anyway, so, so I went to a friend's gig. Thank you. Friend of the show, um, Naomi Ray did a, a, a gig at Big Moose Coffee. Um, and I was like, oh, she's doing it. I'll go to her things. Cause she always comes to my things. And I'm like, oh, why <laughs> stay home? You don't have to. Um, and I was like, you got to support the girl. She didn't need it. it. It was sold out. There were enough fucking people there. I could have stayed in bed anyway. Anyway. So I'm like, I get my ticket for this thing and I'm like, oh no, this looks like it was organized. This has all of the trappings. Oh. A parcel came for my neighbor and I picked it up. Wow. Anyway, okay, so. So I was like, this has all of the trappings of being organized by like a white man. I know what you're thinking. How do you know? Okay. It's just all of the tiny little fuck ups that like show it. Like there was no start time anywhere. Like I bought a ticket and it didn't tell me when the thing started. Like nothing, nothing. It, it gave me the date and that was it. And then I was like, surely I'll be able to find it online anywhere. Nope. There was a Facebook event. The Facebook event was wrong. The Facebook event said it started at seven in the morning. And I like texted Naomi and I was like, when does it start? And she was like, 
7.30 and I was like, okay, is that like a hard 7.30? Is that door 7.30? Because I was like still snooping around like, I'm a grown ass adult woman. I will be able to find out when this thing starts. And she was like, yeah, it's 7.30 doors. It's like an 8, 8 p.m. start. And I was like, thank you. Anyway, couldn't find any of this out by myself because second trapping, um, the, uh, all of the social media was, was wrong. None of it was promoting the right thing. None of it was like, this, here, now, there you go. I was like, uh, great, thanks. Thanks. Thanks for this. Thanks for all of this. Yeah, it was um, stupid. Stupid. Anyway. Anyway, so I go to the event. Um, I go to the event. Naomi's great because she's a talented, she's a talented artist. Um there's like uh there's a white man band it's fine um there is a spoken word word poet um we all know how i feel about slam poetry and if you don't know how i feel about slam poetry it is exactly how everyone feels about slam poetry this woman jesus lord above this woman she was like she started and she was like this like white lady with a bob and i was like oh no <laughs> oh no, this is going to be that. And um, so the way it worked was there were like three different little stages set up in, in Big Moose and they just kind of oscillated between each of them, oscillated between, oscillated between happy and sad. Um, but like every person did a, did like one, one piece and then they rotated again and then there was break and then they each did one, each did another. And then there you go. So it was like Naomi doing great music, good vocals and um, excellent vocals. And then um, this woman being like her second, her second piece was literally like, I learned about feminism this week and here are all the buzzwords I learned. Let's stick them in a, in a poem together. It was truly like, yes means yes and no means it was truly like it was truly like she was like this is an original poem wherever we are wherever we go yes means yes and no means no and people were like woo <laughs> it's <was> like <laughs> oh no <laughs> and then the white man band did something and then um yeah, her last one, I was like, oh, this is going to be about Brexit. And she was like, Brexit. And I was like, of course it is. Of course it is. Because all slam poetry sounds terrible. Ugh, it was god awful. It was god awful. Anyway, the good thing about it, it was short. Um, <laughs> it was short. <laughs> I hate slam poetry. It's like, it's, it's, it's the it's the lowest form of art. No, actually, you know what the lowest form of art is? I don't know. Um, tweet at me what the lowest form of art is. This podcast, this podcast, actually, this isn't art. This is sex. Um, anyway, anyway, yeah. So it was it was wild. And then after all of that, so they did like they did like two songs each. Um, between the three of them so there was six songs each um, and then they took a break and then they did three more or whatever and then there was another break and then they were like we're gonna there's the band after this and I was like I'm going home and I went home because it was like 10 and I was like no no 
Anyway, that was, I want to say, Tuesday. And then Wednesday, we did uh, women talking about Star Trek Voyager. Um, listen, where are we getting your pancakes? And then um, I was um, lightly, lightly, ever so delicately coerced into going to Creative Mornings this month by dear friend of the show, Melon. Um, she was like, hey, you never come anymore. And I'm like, because it's in the... It's like in the, the early hours of the morning and I don't want to do that in the early hours of the morning. I'm a nighttime baby now, meaning I like to stay up because I can't sleep and just lie in bed staring at the ceiling waiting for death. Um, and so, yeah, it was um, she, she was like, you should come. And I was like, of course I will for friendship, for fashion, for the followers Anyway, so I went. I went to that, and um, I don't think I had anything to report from that. Um, oh yeah, someone was sick, and then I got sick because uh, I hadn't left the house like all week, except for that one time that I went to Naomi's thing, and also when I went to the allotment. Um, and so I went to Creative Mornings, and I like sat through the talk afterwards Melon was like you had a weird face what were you doing with your face and I was like I have acid reflux and I, all I had this morning was like coffee and like a pan au chocolat and it was horrible I had to sit there at the end of the thing just sort of choking on my own stomach acid um and yeah she, she was she was like I thought you were doing like a resting bitch face thing <laughs> it's like <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm slowly choking to nap. Um, anyway, yeah, so I come home from that and I'm like, oh, I know, I feel so good. And then I go to choir rehearsal because we have the concert the next day. So next morning we have um, a joint concert between uh, Cardiff Trend Singers and the Songbirds because they invited us to sing at their concert. Anyway, so I'm, like, a little bit, like, oh, I might be getting sick. Like, I'm losing my voice slightly on f Saturday night. Um, my speaking voice, not my singing voice. Um, because one is, because one has better technique and is more dedicated to the craft. And one is here doing this. So, you're welcome. Anyway, we do the concert and I'm, like, oh, me and the delightful Dr. Cat Deerfield matched our outfits which was iconic thank you we um did not know we were both going to be wearing orange and uh both turned up in orange and it was great it was iconic and um more people should appreciate that anyway I wake up Sunday turns out it's flu my whole body hurts um and I'm like okay I fully like wake up and I'm like why is the room spinning Will I make it to the toilet? Because I need to pee in the mornings. And not because I needed to be sick or anything. I just I just really needed to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, I'm about to collapse. I fully, like, crawl to the bathroom to pee. And then I'm like, this is probably because I haven't eaten anything. So I crawl down. I Crawl is a strong word. I just slowly move. Like, I'm doing, like, a slow motion run to the... Because I'm like, I gotta eat something otherwise I'm gonna pass out so I go um go down and eat a muffin uh cause I, I keep muffins in my kitchen now cause I'm a grown adult and I and I bake now hi oh I forgot to put my laundry on that was why I was doing this as the in between 
while my laundry did itself. Damn. Well, never mind. Anyway, anyway, so I'm, so I do that, and I'm like, oh no, I must go, I must adjourn to bed. This is, this is it for me. So I find my cold and flu tablets, um, like, that that was what it was. Um, I'm trying to enunciate more because um, I listen to myself and sometimes I just mutter. And I also recently listened to Patti Lapone's memoir again. And um, if there's one thing I have learned from Patti Lapone, it is to enunciate when reading and and um, rhetoricizing, rhetoricizing. There you go, rhetoricizing. Um, <laughs> It's my bat mitzvah and I'm rhetoricizing, rhetor- rhetoric, performing rhetoric. There we go. Um, is that is that a word, rhetoricizing? Sure, why not? Anything is a word if you want it to be. Anyway, anyway, so I'm, I am prepared for this. So in my beautiful brain, when I redid the guest bedroom, thank you. You know this was, you knew this was coming. You're listening to the most bourgeoisie podcast there is, except for the Brexit cast. You're listening to this podcast by a woman who literally works in the arts and takes months off. You knew this was, you knew when I redecorated my guest bedroom was a phrase that would happen. It's in the bingo cards we handed out at the beginning of the season. Anyway, when I redecorated my guest bedroom, I just knew that I would at one point use it as a sort of, I don't know, pseudo-infirmary for the next time that I was taken ill and I had to to bed. So um, my chaise lounge that is in there um, was purchased with the idea that at some point in the near distant future, I would have to take to my chaise lounge um, and... Um, Wait for for the illness to pass, and uh, I'll tell you one thing: worked a goddamn delight. It was so good. It was so good. So I was like, it was like it was you know like when you've got like that that um the new illness fight in you. You know when you're like you've got like the little flu, and you're like, okay, I have like four hours before I'm like, oh god, everything is terrible. Like. I gotta take the pills, I gotta set myself up, I gotta get all the water I can, and I gotta just hunker down and just wait for it all to start, you know? You know? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm gonna drag the TV upstairs. The TV is very light. For some reason, I greatly, like, I was like, I'm gonna take the TV upstairs. This is gonna be a mammoth activity. The TV is like, I don't know lighter than a bag of flour. Like, it's a very light TV. TV. Televisions are light now. I think it was all of my years of having an iMac uh, from 2009 that really shaped my idea of how heavy things are. Um, anyway, so I it, it wasn't plugged in because my TV's never plugged in. Thank you. Helpful hint. Um, phantom power. It's a real thing. Um, So I was like, I I like unplugged my TV. It was unplugged. So I just took it upstairs and I put it on the bench that's in my guest bedroom. Thank you. And I um, brought my little, brought my little water and my little, my little tea and, you know, all my, all my, all my little things. And I just sort of hunkered down there and I watched, uh, I watched Pose. Um, It was great. Loved it. (laughs) I caved to societal pressures and I too watched Pose. 
Um, even though uh, a dear sweet friend was like, have you seen Pose? And I was like, no, I don't have to watch everything. Like, I can just not watch something. I can just not. It'll be fine. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, you know what? I love this. Loved it. Um, anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, so I uh, watched the Taylor Swift documentary, which uh, if you saw my Instagram stories, um, it, it, you're welcome. And if you didn't, um, it's too late now and you'll never know my opinion of it. Should have kept in the game, hun. Should have kept on top of things. I was truly delirious most of Saturday. Most of Saturday and like 80% of Monday. Like, it was wild. It was wild. I was also on vocal rest because I didn't know if this was going to turn out like the one in October where I had like that very light cold and then it turned into me losing my voice for an entire week. Um, so I was like, I don't want to push it. Um, and then I, and then I did it. And, um, here we are, here we are two days later. I, um, oh yeah. So I, so, so, um, Sunday, Sunday happens and I'm like, I'm going to get Chinese food because I can get Chinese takeout now that I don't live with a bully who doesn't like Chinese takeout. Um, thank you. Also, I don't live with a person who, um, anytime I was like, should we get takeout? They were like, we're not getting Chinese. And, um, then they would spend like 40 pounds on takeout. And I'm like, what? Like I spent 17 pounds on takeout and, um, I got enough for two days because, um, because I'm a little tiny baby who, um, orders enough takeout. Anyway, anyway, so I, I did that. And then, I get into bed at like 10.30 and I'm like, time for sleep time. The last cold and flu tablet I take is at 6 p.m. Because I'm like, oh, the caffeine, it'll keep me awake. Cut to me at 2 a.m. being like, the caffeine, it'll keep me awake. I'm just like tossing and turning and I'm shivering and I'm shaking and then I'm too hot and then I'm too cold. <laughs> and then I'm like sweating. It was it was wild. And then I kept having to get up to go to the bathroom because I drunk so much water. It was it was everything and more that you could ever want for a play by play of of what a mild illness sounds like you're welcome I know this is why you came here Sam how did being sick this weekend go it went great thanks for asking anyway Monday rolls around as it inevitably does at 2 a.m I wake up at 1 p.m which is the latest I have ever slept to in my like adult out of the house life you know like when you're like a child when you're a teen a young hip teen and you can happily sleep till 2 p.m because I don't know you spend all of your time running away from your childhood yeah um like that's easy me as an adult woman who owns a home thank you thank you is that on the tick it, it should be someone just shouted bingo um I feel like I feel like um, like my ability to sleep in is really hindered. I also don't really stay up that late and I also don't really go out that much. And I usually have to be up in the morning to go to a thing. But guess what? I have nothing. So it's great. Anyway, Monday, I'm like, okay, clearly I'm getting slightly better, but I'm also still slightly sick. So, um more of the same. I eat the rest of the Chinese food. I watch the rest of Pose. 
Um, it was great. I feel like I watched a movie, but I honestly couldn't tell you what it was without looking because, again, je suis um, <laughs> a little bit loopy from the pills, a little bit loopy from the flu. In fact, I booked a, I booked two gigs. I booked two gigs uh, while, while being very sick. Um, one, okay, one was for Pontypridd, like a thing in Pontypridd. And I was, she was like, how much would you do for this thing? And it was like, like three hours in the middle of the day on a Saturday. And I was like, I would like 350 pounds for it, please. And she was like, can you do it for 300 and we'll look at the other thing? And I was like, well, if we're doing the other thing as well, of course. And then she was like, great. And then I didn't realize the other thing was literally in fucking November. I'm like, no, what did you do, Sam? What, what did you do, sick, sick Hickman, Sickman, Sam Sickman? Ugh, like, what did you do, honestly? And the other one was a wedding for May that I booked. And it's like, it's like in Bristol and it's like 280 pounds. And I'm like, okay, like it's, 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 it's okay. It's not the best, but it's, it's okay. Like it's it's fine. Like it could have, it could have been, it, it could have been much worse. I will say that it could have been significantly worse. I could have been like, like me being like 150 pounds. Of course I'll do it. Of course. Where's it Weymouth? Of course I'll do it. I love the seaside. You know, it could have been much worse. Anyway, um, sick me makes terrible dis- business discussions, 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 but she still manages to get the, the jobs. So here we are. Here we are. Anyway, anyway, um, I have some, some final. So I woke up this morning and I was like, oh, look at that. We're back to... I wouldn't say good as new. I'd say good as almost there. Um, yeah, it was it was great. Anyway, I have some final thoughts. Um, I have some final thoughts. Oh, yeah. So my guest bedroom worked beautifully well. I am um, so lazy and um, bougie that um, I am actually sleeping in my guest bedroom now instead of changing my bed sheets. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it is like a tiny little vacation in my own home. I do love it. Will I stay in there? No, it's so loud. Oh my goodness. My guest bedroom. If you ever come to stay in my guest bedroom, know this. The wind noise is from the chimney. It is what happens when you have, when you have a wood burning stove in your home. You can hear the chimney. (laughs) Thank you. Someone just won at the bingo. Anyway, 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 so when my parents came to stay in like January, they, um, my mom made the bed and then like, they didn't end up staying because we completed all of the tasks that we needed to do in like four hours. Um, and so the bed was just made and I was like, I'm going to treat myself to a little vacation and stay in my guest bedroom. The mattress in there is fantastic. Oh, it's so good. It has blinds, which um, don't do anything. If anything, they create a level of privacy um, end of end of achievements that these blinds have completed. Um, but they're yeah, it, it's um, it's I feel like sleeping in there if I were not sick would be um, a challenge. 
a challenge. For all of the aforementioned reasons of me being the worst person who sleeps, like just the worst person who sleeps. Like there is a clock up against the wall in my neighbor's house that you can hear ticking. There's also a high-pitched ringing that I haven't quite put my finger on what it is. I think it's a TV. Um, there's also like my neighbor's weird habits. Like one neighbor like will unplug her TV at like 2 a.m. Um, the other neighbor will get up at 6 a.m. and cough loudly and just kind of move around a bunch. Um, it's, um, if you ever come and stay in my guest bedroom, be a heavy sleeper or don't sleep at all. Um, or just sleep in the, the hours between two and six. Hey, hey, honestly, I feel like it wouldn't affect you if you slept like a normal person. Um, but you didn't come to this podcast to hear, to hear about my work. I don't play harp anymore. I just complain about my guest bedroom. Anyway, anyway, so, um. I've been sleeping in there. It's uh, right next to the street. And I was like, well, surely the noise. The noise is fine, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's been it's been an, an interesting couple of days. Uh, I am sleeping in there for the rest of the week <laughs> again because I um, was meant to put my laundry on before starting this podcast because then it would be more done by the time I finished this podcast. And I did not do that. So uh, we will be here until um, until I have done the laundry and I have bed sheets to change my bed with. So that's nice. I'm also like, oh, I'm giving the mattress a break, you know, um, because I am full of shit. So so here we are. Um, I also had a wonderful revelation that um, my one woman show will continue to remain relevant because I will probably die alone and be single forever. So <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> At least I'll get longevity out of it. Anyway. Um, oh, I also had my last. Oh, let's just let's just let's just run through these things. Uh, here is a joke that I wrote this week. Um, my goal in 2020 to, should be to have a walk of shame, um, because I haven't walked home from like, I haven't had like a walk of shame in like years since like, like when did, when did Batman versus Superman come out? I haven't had a walk home since I haven't, I hadn't walked home from a guy's house, uh, since they were both like fighting each other. And now the whole justice league is all together being friends and shit. And here I am in my own home, not getting my steps in. Like, this is just the logical conclusion of 2019's goal, which was just to get more steps in. This is me just trying to get more in. You're welcome. That was a good improvised end. Um, anyway, um, Oh, I was also talking to the most irritating woman at the, the gig that I went to on Tuesday. Oh my God, this was the most... You know how you describe people as facetious? This woman was facetious and obnoxious. Um, she was like, I'm a painter. And I was like, interesting, I'm a harpist. And she was like, oh, do you do that full time? And I was like, yes, bitch. Do you paint full time? You can't. Anyway, anyway, I couple of last minute things um what oh interesting um oh okay so i i have two cds in my car for those wondering i have a cds cds in my car you know how you leave cds in your car and then you forget that they're there i have two um and it's joni mitchell's blue 
and Sarah Bareilles' little voice, the one that she has, I'm not going to write you a love song in. Um, two thoughts about that. One, Sarah Bareilles. Um, I'm glad she finally won something. Good for her. Um, that album just makes me sad. Joni Mitchell's Blue is not as, um, it's not as good as I used to think it was. Um, I know a bold claim, a bold claim, burn your bridges, start again. Um, I know, I know. Well, I used to think it was like art with a couple of duds in it. What are the duds? I hear you ask. Um, it's the second track. It's the one that's like, um, uh, it's, it's the one that's like, my man, my old man, he's a singer in the park. He's a dancer in the rain. He's a worser in the dark. We don't need no piece of people from the city. Oh, keeping us tight and true. And then, then, give it away with blues. Um, that, hate it. Hate it. I absolutely hate it. I also used to, I also used to really dislike, um, there'll be crocuses and Sunday, there'll be stars, just a little blue like the summer wind and you're the night to shine, and then the night to bring to school tomorrow. Blue. I am the title track. Hate it. And now I'm like, oh, you know what? I only really like three songs on that whole album. The songs I like. Okay. I love California coming home. Will you make me as I am? Strung out on another man. California coming home. I love I could drink a case of you, darling. And still I'd be on my feet. I would still be on my feet. And I also like, um, carry Get out your case and I'll put on some silver. Ooh, you're a mean old daddy, but I like you. I like you. I like you. And I like the one where it's like, um, um, I am on a lonely road and I am traveling, traveling, traveling. The first one. That being said, the woman does not articulate particularly well, which is a bold statement coming from me. The mumble queen herself, flannel mouth Patty Lapone Hickman. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> she is truly like, it's so close to Ariana Grande diction that it's like, Oh, there's artistry here. Like, it's, um, it's interesting. Um, because there are, there are, like, I have lists, I basically have the entire album memorized, and there are truly patches of it where I could not tell you what she is saying. Like, no idea. No idea. But anyway, it's, um, I used to think it was, like, art from top to bottom, and now I'm like, you know what, it, like four or five pieces of that great um good the rest of it skip <laughs> hard skip there were some that i don't I, I don't know what you're thinking sam river is on that album don't you wish you had a river you could skate away on i used to but now i don't but now i don't and Honestly, that scene in The Politician where Ben Platt is singing River to a man who is literally dead, who's called River, is very on the nose. It's not coming on Christmas there. It never was. Unless Christmas is the name of Ben Platt's puffet. <laughs> it's disgusting. Uh, 
I'm so, I'm sorry, Jesus. I'm sorry. Uh, go- goodbye. This has been an episode of Hyperlocal Celebrity with me, a regrettable teenager. Um, Merry Christmas, um, and uh, we'll see you next week. I wish I had a river to skate away on. Bye bye.